We're the Flick Chicks. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we have to go. Oh, wait. I'm yeah. doing it. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, we have to also look at the camera. Yes, That's yes, a big yes. thing, too. Hey, hey we're, we're the, the Flick, Flick Chicks. Chicks. I'm Anne. And I'm Monica. And welcome to our YouTube channel. You might have already been around these ends before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a couple of videos that are already up. Like Anne's Multiverse of Madness video that you may or may not have seen. Go watch it, go watch it, go watch it. Um, or a few of our video essays. But we are very excited to be bringing you more video content. content. Or if you're listening to this episode as an audio, uh, then it's business as usual. Yeah, it's really. Losses, yeah. Um, we're trying to do the little podcast thing that the cool podcasters do <laughs> where they film a video and record it at the same time as an episode because mm-hmm. honestly most of our episodes that we've filmed or record so far are all remote yes fun fact <laughs> we're usually in different like cities yes recording um not in the same room mm-hmm. uh, only a couple of them are in the same room if you can yes. if you can tell which ones are which yes do your little sleuthing hint early on um <laughs> So, yeah, now that we are in the same vicinity again, we're going to do some more in-person episodes. Yes. Where you can see our gorgeous faces. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and do you want to tell them what we're here to do today? What are we talking about today? Yes. So, if you clicked on this video, you know that we're going to be talking about what we want to see in the new Disney Plus Percy Jackson series. Woo! It's been all over the news because of the casting announcements. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know, there's a Disney Plus series coming, um, I guess, next year or something. Um, yeah. And it's like a good, well, a better adaptation of the Percy Jackson and the Olympians books yeah. by Rick Riordan because he's actually involved in he's the gonna process be very, this yeah, time. The author is going to be very involved in the books. Um, a little history. I grew up on those books, so I'm so excited. I did um, not. I read the books like recently, though. Not yeah. all of them. I read the first like three books recently, but I do know of it and mm-hmm. I know I've been knowing of it. So. And the only thing that disappoints me is that I'm not younger and that I couldn't have been Annabeth. But honestly, not- I would have loved to see that. <laughs> that would have been so good. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm so happy for the actress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obviously. Um, She's amazing. And if you also didn't know, there have already there has already been an adaptation of Percy Jackson yes. before the, uh, the move the two movies starring Logan Lerman um, you know what he did what he had to do yeah he, he did what was what am I trying to say he did what he was what am I trying to say he was given trash and he, he did yeah the best he, he did could. well with what he was given that's what yes. I was trying to say and um, but unfortunately it just they kind of lost the plot a little bit <laughs> literally and figuratively yes um, <laughs> tell me how in the second season they killed the main villain for the entire or not second season second in the movie? second movie they literally really killed, I actually never watched the second movie did they girl. kill Kronos no they killed Luke and I was like oh. babes okay he's uh he's the like main villain protagonist for the antagonist. entire series and antagonist is the main antagonist for the entire series so like what are we yeah, doing i haven't watched the second movie i watched the first one it's cute but it's like it was very much like jumping on like the hunger games it was just like uh, bandwagon it, it was and also it was like um hunger games aged well they didn't age them up but they looked aged up yeah and it works out it's okay because like people are literally killing each other mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. but percy jackson is very much like middle grade like on oh, yeah. to like high school if you're like you know growing up with it so aging up the characters 
um, did not serve it. No, it couldn't have been a long term project because like the books, there's a lot of books. There's like seven. Yes, yeah, it's like and he starts out when he's 12 yes and each book is like a year yes later and everybody so. compares it to harry potter but in that way like harry potter was able to grow because the kids were tiny so exactly they were kids yeah <laughs> emphasis on that um, but anyways we're gonna be going with the top 10 things we want to see in the pgo series mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and it's not up for negotiation they have to be there. They got to be there for us to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have faith. Yes. Rick Riordan, like I said, is very involved in this adaptation. And so far, the casting decisions are making a lot of people really happy. Yeah. And um, the people who are not happy, go away. Don't go stop. Away. Bye. Um, so, obviously, I have faith. But, you know, obviously, there's still some things that we would like to see. Yes. To make it a really good adaptation mm-hmm. of the books. And we obviously know Disney is watching this video. So. Yeah. So, if you're watching this, Rick, if you're watching this, uh, <laughs> take notes. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I didn't think he was going to be that loud. Should we wait? Okay. Yeah. Wait it out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, I think it's because she's... Hold on. Yeah, she's op- opening the blinds and oh. she's going to put them up on the, on okay, the windowsill. Okay, okay. So he barks when we do that. Cool. Like really loudly. But he's going to stop in a minute. It's all good. Um, Okay, I'll say the first point. <gasps> it's a good thing that happened when... What's that? My phone. I forgot oh, to turn it on Okay, silent. I was like, huh? Oops. No, I thought you got like a notice. That you no, no, no. <laughs> so I was like... I had a good thing I, it happened now or else it would happen like, when we were talking. I was like, memorizing the different sounds of the notes. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, like, I think we're good now. Yeah? Okay, so the first thing that we want to see is Camp Half-Blood. Mm-hmm. And we mean the real Camp The Half-Blood. real one. Because yeah. it was in the first movie, but not really. <laughs> like, it wasn't... It was brown. It didn't look like camp. It looked like a military <laughs> ground or something. Like, it was just... It was not... It was not even giving, like at least like camp like baseline no, that's what like, i'm saying like yeah. parent trap like ah like oh, that. that's what we need that's yeah what we need. but we also want uh for people who are familiar with the books also should we put a spoiler warning maybe like a slight spoiler warning at least for the yeah. first two books but it's it, they've been out for like 10 years yeah ago. if you so don't know what happens in the book at this point come on, kids. Well, first of all why are you clicking this video <laughs> or this episode and, yeah. and also why are you watching You're right. this stuff? so in the books the cat the cabins are like designed in a way that represents the gods or the god parent <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the godly, godly parent the godly parent yeah. of the children <laughs> of the of the demigods and um they they're like i don't know for example like poseidon uh, poseidon's cabin which is where percy is at is like painted blue i'm pretty sure and there's like a big fountain in the middle of it and there's mm-hmm. just like it has life in it like they give a lot of oh the seashells like all along yeah like it's one of those things where it looks like a normal cabin on the outside right yeah and you walk in and it's like yes way cooler yeah i think inside. even on the outside they might have like at least the colors and stuff yeah too. yeah yeah so and honestly, I wouldn't mind if they painted the outside, too, for the oh, film. Like, 100%. I feel like with the adaptation, that's the beauty of it. You can, like, up the stakes and mm-hmm, up, like, mm-hmm. the visual elements for sure. Right. So I feel like I want to see a really cool set design, especially that that's going to be, it's a show. So this is where we're yeah. going to be for, like, a long time, you know? So It's going to be, like, home base, I guess. Exactly. So even in future, future seasons, we're still going to come back to it. So they better set it up properly really nice. so that we can always come back and, and yeah, yeah like i want to be like ah when we get back ah. to the place like you know what i mean like after quests and stuff right and also i think if they're smart with it um i didn't remember this but it was a big deal about some children being treated better because some gods were like 
more right. like the th- the top three like Zeus, uh, Poseidon, and I think. Well, the, Poseidon doesn't have anyone in his cabinet. He doesn't have Percy's the only one. Yeah, yeah, Percy is the only one. Same with Zeus, which was she did. Yeah, <laughs> but the point is those cabins were huge and like really nicely made yeah versus like hermes was the cabin where all the like leftover, leftover kids, went, kids yeah. were at and i think that'll be actually really interesting to just to show how much like the gods be, be wilding mm-hmm. you know about treating how they treat exactly their kids. exactly so i think showing the distinction too with that will be really interesting and mm-hmm. i don't know i just it just i want to feel more camp like yes. it has to feel more like a camp like if you obviously we're going to be comparing it a lot to the movie but like in the movie it doesn't feel like a camp it just feels like a military training ground like i mean that's an actual summer camp they have little camp t-shirts on like and they're also kids like you know what i mean like it's they're they're actually at a camp so yeah and they've they've managed to convince other people that it's camp so convince me please yeah (laughs) because on the outside it's supposed to look like a normal camp so you gotta gotta keep that up yes okay second thing that we want to see do you want to say it or uh i guess i'll say it so the second thing we want to see is just Percy being Percy. Yes. If you have read the books, you know that Percy is a little sarcastic, little sarcastic little king. Yes. Um, he's really sassy. So and sassy. like, he just like, he's just never like, I don't know. In in the movie, he was, they were very much trying to make him like a, like stuff was like happening a, un, Like him. a sad hero who's yeah. like, you know, very, which obviously a lot of bad things do happen to him, but like yeah. he's he's a little he's a little quimpy with his yeah. little comebacks and stuff and like we want to see the personalities really come through exactly like don't get a twist that man would grab you by the neck and tell you about yourself okay <laughs> like yeah. i just felt like yeah like in the film things were happening at him he didn't have like a lot of agency and he was mm-hmm. just kind of like ooh, like i'm scared and yeah and well very much in the same vein as like a, a lot of other right movies and stuff at that time where it's like you have to have the hero who like a lot of things happen to them and then they rise up from the yeah, ashes or whatever. Like, I don't like I want a sarcastic person being put in crazy situations and them having to like mm-hmm. deal with that. I mean, I think it'll like, help because like I said, he's supposed to be 12, a kid, yeah. a kid and they actually did cast a kid for it. So right? like that has to come through when, for sure. when they're and, doing it. And honestly, yeah, I know a lot of people harp on Disney for like cheesy stuff and lines and stuff, but I think that'll play actually really well oh, with yeah. Percy Jackson stuff because mm-hmm. it'll be like I don't know when he's like fighting those little one-liners will actually kind yeah, of make it cuter yeah. fun and it'll, like help the kids out and us yeah too. and just yeah. like obviously in general like we just want to really be like the show will allow us to spend more time with the characters for so that's sure definitely gonna help, uh, because they're spreading out like one season per book so i think we'll get a lot more time to see the yeah. personality shine but just really hone in on yeah. that because they all do have nuanced. like really distinct personalities for sure um, especially percy because we're yes. gonna be with percy the whole time so yeah okay number three number three we want kids who talk and act like kids mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is a big one this is a big one especially just in general there like there's such a big problem in hollywood and, and the movie industry in general and tv industry in general with like teen shows where they don't talk like teens like yeah, i like it's one thing to cast adults but it's another thing to write them as adults. Like, it, you could just tell that, like, it could be an adult story, but they're like, eh, let's just put them in high school. Yeah, let's just put them why? in high school. Like, we want to see shows that are, like, geared towards the target audience they're supposed to be geared towards. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, again, a middle grade book series. Yeah, like, So they're not, though, like, don't make them talk like adults. Yeah. It's still a middle grade series. Yeah, and even though, like, the old fans are older, like, the people mm-hmm. who would have read the books don't get it twisted like don't yeah, make it you don't have to try to bring it to age them. up no. no like we definitely uh, it's like it'll be in a st- like we'll appreciate it for what it is exactly like, there's exactly. no need to do 
that it's just it would be weird and plus you i think also you want to attract like other people like it's not just you about want you want new service. new kids to be able to watch this too like i like to compare this a little bit to like the Heartstopper mm. series because that one like a lot of some people who watched it were like oh it's like it, there's some stuff they say that's like cringy but it's not really cringy it's literally just how teens talk and even though yeah. the series came out like five or so years ago and a lot of people who like it now are like a little bit older, older. but they kept that essence of like the teenagerness experience of it yeah to appeal to teens now who are watching the show and i think that's the same like route that they should take where Definitely. it's like keep it at the same essence so that people who like the books have that nostalgia feeling to it and they can kind of bring out their inner child type of thing yeah and kids now can watch it and relate to it and still like yeah. it and be and introduced to it the biggest thing is like they're gonna grow up like <laughs> they're gonna be like, older you yeah. have the time <laughs> like it's almost like for example like for the stranger kids stranger stranger th- things, things kids <laughs> it's like if they made them adults right away and then once they start growing up we're like oh now like, it's like what now they what? just you still talk I mean? the same you don't see the growth yeah too, so you gotta be able so to see them growing up you're hiring kids for a reason let them be and act like kids mm-hmm. and do that mm-hmm. all right Right. number four so again because this is a show and we're gonna have a lot more time with the characters now yes. we want to see some more backstories for some of these supporting characters so yes. obviously the book was mostly told from percy's point of view i'm pretty yes. sure it's all all the original yeah, series the original series from yeah. his point of view and then later on in like the later books it changes up but we get a lot of it from percy's point of view and we obviously don't get to see everyone's backstories or feelings um and like again we don't want them to be limited by the fact that this this book is from Percy's point of view because I yeah. think a lot of book adaptations um, that's their limit where they they feel like they have to stick to the main character because that's sure. the only story that we get in book yeah um, but I think this is the chance to explore more of those main characters especially if you're expecting to go on for multiple seasons you really need to bring in more of those side character stories and exactly stuff. and really flesh them out mm-hmm. like I definitely like want to see more of like annabeth and grover's um just lives like mm-hmm. <laughs> again like from the book perspective they're introduced to us from percy's lens and that's kind of it i want to see how annabeth like grew up her father is just like mentioned passing mm-hmm. and i know we meet him like a couple times in the book but not that much i think that should be way more fleshed out and like i don't care i don't mind flashbacks or yeah honestly even if you had episodes concentrate on people um Mm -hmm. that would be really interesting too like even though percy is the main character and who probably have a plot in every single episode you can have some b plots that kind Mm -hmm. of veer off into like the other characters and the show like the book itself is pretty short too like it's like only like 200 something pages or yeah. something and i believe if i correct me if i'm wrong that episodes are gonna be like 30 minutes long but eight episodes yeah so that's a lot of time and it i is. feel like they could literally do the book word for word and it might not even fill up that whole time mm-hmm. so this is a lot of opportunity to explore some of those right uh, yeah side like a whole season for or, that one book like you can definitely give us backstory give us especially to um with maybe i shouldn't talk about this yet next but no still yeah i feel like um annabeth's relationship with luke and that like i don't think the mics will pick it up yeah i don't think so either um annabeth's relationship with luke and how that um really like is a gut punch when he turns out okay spoiler to be evil like that's (laughs) that's the reveal at the end of the book is that at the end of the first book end of the first book is that he's the one who's been doing bad stuff Mm -hmm. and she's really hurt by that 
And I feel like seeing more of those interactions would just show, especially to show how everybody else is already a family and Percy's kind of coming into this new family mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. as a newcomer. But all these other people already have a lot of history, a lot of thoughts, feelings about each other. And they're just, you know, how that would yeah. flesh out. No, so I, I think, think in general, good. yeah, take the time to explore your back characters. Don't do the same mistake that other adaptations do where they think they have to, like, just because the book is from somebody's perspective that we yeah. have to see the whole movie from their perspective. For sure. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, I don't think, I think shows have, and we've seen time and time again in a lot of adaptations where people do concentrate on other characters that were um especially fan favorites they'll do that mm-hmm. especially and i think that. it works and i think it works great i think mm-hmm. people love it and they're like this is so much better it makes it makes the story more alive and flesh and out. i think it translates better to the screen too because you don't want to see the same guy on the screen the entire time yeah, like it wouldn't make like, any sense yeah um number five number five we want to see oh did i see the last one I think you did. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Number uh, five. Number five. Good casting for the gods. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we haven't gotten any information yet as no. to who's going to be playing the gods. But if I don't see some famous faces, come on, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> you got that coint. Okay. Exactly. Get it. But not like too famous that they wouldn't like be consistent, but still famous. But like good. At yeah. Least good. good. But I feel like it'd be weird to have like some unknown people playing. the. I feel like yeah. this is the chance, especially since the kids are probably all going to be more relatively like newer or unknown, obviously. True. So I think this is the chance to get some like star power. Awesome. <laughs> star power. Who do we think? What are we thinking? Okay. Yeah. Obviously the general consensus is that Logan Lerman should play Poseidon. That'd be cool. I might say a little hot take here. Yeah. But I think he might still be a little too young. He might, especially also the way I forget the actor's name, but who they casted. Oh, the, Owen from like, Grey's Anatomy. I'm pretty sure is the one who plays. Wait, are you talking about in the first in the movie? No, no, no. Who they casted? Sorry for Percy for the series. Oh yeah, they I don't. don't it I don't doesn't see make it. sense. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I just I, I like the sentiment because yes. obviously it's like a good callback to whatever. But I still think the movie wasn't that long enough ago. Yeah, and it's gonna be a little strange. Like, spe- like it, it'd be cool like, if he had a cameo. Don't get yes. me wrong. I would like him to be in the show at some point or like have a cameo. But to be in such a like big role. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of mess it up a little and bit because you want to yeah. separate yourself from the movie a little bit. Yeah. If he was older, like I said, if it happened, like if the movie was maybe 20 years ago instead of like, I think it was like 10 years ago, maybe yeah, maybe perhaps. less. I think yeah. it wasn't like 2013 or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, maybe, but I think it's too soon. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. But he's just, he's I love him, but I think it's too soon. He's only 30. Like I'm, He isn't giving father. You know, he's <laughs> not giving father. You no. know what I mean? And like, obviously the gods are ageless. Like they can yes. come out as any appearance that they want to. So that's not my problem. I think it's just too fresh in the memory. I think it, and it would be weird because then the mom would have to be cast pretty young too, and then it would just like trickle oh, down. Yeah, you see how are they gonna cut the mom? Has yeah, no, see, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It would be a trickle down effect, and I don't think that would be effective. Yeah, I don't know who. Ugh, but like, we don't have any casting ideas, but I just want to see some cool people. Like, I know, I know. It's so, funny because um, Thor: Love and Thunder is gonna be coming yes. out soon, and they have a Zeus. I think they have a Zeus in there. Oh, okay, I think yes, Zeus is going to be yeah. in there, and I'm pretty sure it's played by like Russell Crowe or something oh, like that. Oh, really? I don't think Russell Crowe should be in the show, but like, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of that same vibe, where it's like, like yeah, older, like older. I was thinking like because Annabeth um, is black now, so 
the be like Angela Athena. Bassett. That's what I, I was thinking. Angela or Bassett. I was thinking Regina King like could actually Regina do it because King could be. I feel like Angela Bassett though just has that like face. like thing. But she I was has just that face where she just like looks very yes. like like stern and like godlike. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Regina the Dog King doesn't look like that, but you know what I mean. She could where, do it too. Uh, Annabeth. Uh, what, Annabeth. Um, who, who, who was her name? Again? <laughs> I literally lost it. Uh, Angela Bassett. Angela <laughs> Bassett. Um, has like those very like sharp features and she's yeah. very like stern. So I feel like he it is. would it would work really well as like an Athena. I think it would work like just get a really good just get a good like it don't all have to be like a list but like no. at least a couple here and there i feel like would be really be cool really cool like that would be the way to appeal to the adults like exactly just like exactly small little things mm-hmm. but I don't especially since you're getting all these kids yeah. who are still up and coming because they're exactly. kids right yeah um so get some good faces yeah, some, for the gods and they're not gonna be in it, guys yeah <laughs> and they're not gonna be in it all the time like the yeah. gods kind of just in it every now and then when they have to like help out or do whatever or so. this is like really obscure oh um but because she's more like but Anika Noni Rose is <gasps> is is Ooh, right is a Broadway star, babe. Yeah. And you know Broadway stars can always can act. act. <laughs> so I'm saying like she could actually do like really well, and she's already worked with Disney, obviously. Yeah, she's See, like there we got ideas if we yeah. Think it about could it be it could be it could be good. So yeah, take the opportunity. I think exactly All number right. six. Number six. So we want to see a little bit more exploration of the absentee parents because mm-hmm. this is obviously a really big theme in the show. Yes. We're following a bunch of kids who. All of them, like to be to exist, they have to have an absentee parent because they're all demigods, right? So yeah. one of their parents is just not there. Yeah. So <laughs> just a little bit of uh, sitcom history, a you know? flick chicks history lesson for you here. Um. So in the eighties, there was a lot of family shows where the moms weren't involved; they were just like killed off. So mm-hmm. I think Full House, like I can't name a bunch, but a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it at the time it was the most politically like correct way to show single parent households when the the rate of children of divorce or like single parenthood was rising Mm. Um, but it was still taboo at the time to address single parenthood and divorce in general and I don't think that's as much the case anymore Mm -hmm. a lot of people are in single parent households so I think that this would be the perfect series to really explore that and to like touch to the kids who like we talked about like we want kids to watch the show and like enjoy yeah, it for sure so the kids growing up who do have single parents maybe an or absentee, absentee parent, parent um can really like relate to that because that's kind of a theme throughout the entire book that the gods are kind of bad parents like, they suck <laughs> they <laughs> suck like they're absent but they yet they demand so much from their kids and like mm-hmm. they affect their kids so much yet they're like barely involved and i think that would be a really good thing to address i mean Luke's entire villain arc is because he hates his dad like, yeah. and the gods. So it's like really exploring that with their families. It's I think it would be really cool to touch on that. And mm. especially since a lot of them, like some of them have missing dads, some of them have missing moms. So it exactly. kind of shows all the different the spectrum, spectrum of that. scenarios. Right. And then some of them obviously like their parent like remarried or they have like a yes. normal family. And some of them like Percy, for example, where his mom is kind of like with a deadbeat dusty boyfriend type mm-hmm. of thing and he's like abusive too so yeah like, it shows different scenarios i think that's interesting for kids to see in like a in a show like this exactly all right number seven number seven greek mythology mm-hmm. clearly the show is about greek mythology yeah. um Literally. but honestly one of the best parts of the books and what really got people loving this book's series so much is how much you learn about greek mythology through Literally. it like a lot of kids 
like they say oh i only know about greek mythology because i read the percy jackson books Mm -hmm. um so i hope they keep that i hope they keep like the lesson kind of aspect of it because again as we're gonna keep saying this is a kid's show yeah um and you know obviously rick riordan was like an english and history teacher yeah he knows how to bring that education (laughs) element in Mm -hmm. and like we personally don't really mind if they have a little bit more exposition in the series uh normally it's not that good but i think for this scenario it would make sense because like we want to learn we want to know the backstories and obviously Mm -hmm. percy comes in not knowing anything i feel like it's perfect place for exposition because exactly when they're trying to like teach percy about what's going on they can even show him like if they want to work around it they can show him in their little like camp lessons yeah i feel like or like yeah like engraving isn't there like i'm sure there are like uh, engravings like wood carvings of the gods everywhere so Mm -hmm. they could literally like go like zeus poseidon like just explaining like like, i'm thinking of that one scene you didn't watch game of thrones right i did oh yeah yeah, you know that one scene in season seven i think it is this is like a good i like the way they did this exposition so when Jon snow this is like very niche very specific (laughs) i don't know if you remember i watched it recently that's how i remember okay but in season seven when um daenerys and Jon snow go under dragonstone okay uh, and they see all the carvings in the wall and then they basically explain the story of the children of the forest and the first men and how they had the war and then they kind of animate the the markings yeah to show what happened and like someone's i forgot who it is but one of them is like explaining Probably what happened Tyrion, right? i don't know if it's Tyrion or if no? it's john snow because Maybe. he was taught about it anyway oh, that was like a really nice way of like showing a little history so that we can understand the like implications I don't know of stuff. why this is coming to mind but like ice age kind of did that yeah, <laughs> like, the, yeah i mean it's a good way little, especially yeah. when you're talking about like ancient history yeah like, obviously you have to learn about it somehow so like i don't mind if they have yeah. that, that i feel like kind they of could exposition. do really cool stuff with like marble um statues mm. like i swear we start the book with him getting attacked at a museum like i think that's yeah we kind of just jump book. into it right away so i feel like you can play with that too but um yeah i think <laughs> and we're getting too caught up but yeah. basically teach us some greek mythology like keep that in yeah keep, keep it, it really like you know cool. what i mean we want to learn we want to know yes. about everything we want to keep that essence from the books as well. yeah and i think it's fascinating how much it influences the way we tell stories today because mm. greek mythology is like at the backbone of a lot of like of a lot fiction of and Shakespeare stuff. and Greek mythology those two everywhere mm-hmm. so exactly yeah. alright number eight no I said that I said the no I said Greek mythology because I say odd numbers oh I didn't even realize yeah I thought I was saying it no 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 okay so number eight we this is a very specific thing that we want to see we're getting into like the more like details and stuff but the casino scene especially is one that we are very excited for and that we would like to be done well mm-hmm. uh, and obviously other like fun and iconic scenes from the uh, books that maybe didn't even make it into the original movie yeah. um, but the casino scene is one of the most like iconic ones I think um, and honestly it was one of the best done scenes in the movie, in the movie. Yeah, I really like the way they handled the casino scene if you don't know what we're talking about which would be weird but let me just jog your memory a little <laughs> bit um, the three of them get stuck into this like casino in Las, Las Vegas and mm-hmm. um, it turns out to be like a magical casino or has some kind of spell on it where you literally lose sense of time and then they get stuck in there for like three days and i feel like they could do so much with like the visuals and like the cinematography for Uh, this i think would be so cool which like they kind of did in the movie a little bit like it was an interesting scene i forgot what song they had in the background but it was like a song um it was lady gaga poker uh, poker face yeah so like they could do something like that even if they like call back to the movie a little bit yeah that would be cool because it did really do it justice where you want to feel like you're losing sense of time and and they're doing all this fun stuff the show could do it so cool 
they could kind of leave it on a cliffhanger. Like you could mm. have the episode end with where he's like realizing, like, wait, it's been th- three days. Three days? Boom, and, then, credits. and then yeah, <laughs> that'd be so nasty. Yeah. No, oh at least God. him trying to find his friends and be like, oh my gosh, we have to get out of here. Yeah. And then, like next episode, you know, they're trying to. That'd be so dope. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, we want to see some other fun, iconic scenes like the chariot racing. Yes. Capture the flag. All the other like. Oh, camp, capture the. All the other camp activities that we didn't get to see in the movie because in the movie they kind of had to like quickly get yes. on their quest but like they didn't have he time. does spend some they do spend some time at camp before they actually have to go on the quest i would say yeah. even wait till like third fourth episode before they even have yes. to go on their quest so we want to see the camp activities the fun training and yeah all like stuff, do so. some world building that's what we're asking mm-hmm. like especially if you're expecting to go on for multiple seasons we want to see exactly all these things make us take us on a journey baby yeah take us. okay number nine number nine personal favorite <laughs> this, is, this is a good <laughs> one for you to say actually yeah persebeth mm. Okay. You know, some people call it Perkabeth. Sir. I heard this whole, I saw this whole discussion on TikTok the other day Why? where people are like, no, we, everyone knows you're supposed to say Perkabeth even though it's Percy. Are you, st- what? I, I could be wrong, but that's what I heard. Anyways. Go- How do you English? Okay. I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's Percibeth, please. <laughs> what the, what is his name? Perky? But that's <laughs> what people said. They're like, even though we know it's wrong, but everyone says Perkabeth. And I'm like, mm, that sounds like Percocet, but okay. <laughs> okay Percocet. I apologize on behalf of whoever that is. <laughs> um, no, Percibeth, or at least the seeds being planted. Mm. Uh, Percibeth is Percy and Annabeth. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they're, they're, names. They're, ship names. Um, they're cute as hell. Um, they're the ones who introduced my love of slow burn. Okay. Mm. Um, it's a very, it's like a multiple books. Oh, yeah. Kids, obviously they're kids. Yeah. So he doesn't like, at first they're really like, actually they're kind of like, like they have a little animosity. Like she thinks he's kind of stupid. Seamy brain. Yeah. She calls him seamy brain brain. all the time. And he's like, why is she mean to me? (laughs) That's basically the vibe. Yeah. He's like, she's pretty. Why is she mean to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that, I think it was, I, in my opinion, I think it was perfectly paced in the book series mm-hmm. and I want them to do the same thing. So I don't want them to do too much. So don't go crazy. Even though I just said I want to see person Beth, don't give it to me like, you know, don't and do also, too fast. No. And also, I'm not I'm not worried because Disney does do slow, slow burns with like mm-hmm. other things like they're able to do little hints like they're actually notorious for that. in like their yeah, TV shows. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not like that worried. But I don't want I don't want maybe like fans being too you know eager like, about oh, it. Like, Where's the Percabeth moment? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You gotta show like the very small seeds small. of it starting, where it's like maybe like a longing oh. glance, right? <laughs> like like maybe like they're on a quest or something. You know that thing that they always do in shows where they're like doing something and then they're like. <laughs> like you know what i mean yes, <laughs> yes. like that where they're like, yes. they're like arguing that. or something and then they're like oh, yeah oh, uh, anyways yes. <laughs> that's that is all i want to see yeah and nothing more don't don't do it too much mm. don't do it yeah i feel like that'll be good and it'll be i actually think <laughs> why am i why am i toxic i think because oh we all know that annabeth has a crush on luke like that's pretty mm. evident yeah so i think it'd be it'd be great that annabeth blinders on doesn't even see percy mm-hmm. in her peripheral because <laughs> the angst the, it, i just just do <laughs> just do it right you'll be fine yeah. you'll be fine yeah just yeah, yeah. have faith they'll do it but um obviously I, th- I think they're gonna definitely at least hint to it a little bit because they are it. very like they're besties yeah, yeah they may besties they're like like this. i think the see the arc of their relationship in season one is just gonna be like uh i actually like you now mm-hmm. like as a friend yeah, yeah you're yeah. actually they do start with a little like she's a little like oh Ugh, so stupid you're so <laughs> dumb seaweed brain but then at the end they're like you know what yeah you, right. you say my life you I saved right. yours like yeah it's, it's we cool. are right now. we good yeah. okay number 10 and our final point um and this one 
Actually, this all makes sense because the number nine was something that Anne was really passionate about. Number 10 is something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Uh, in general. But I think that if you want to make this a good adaptation, don't be afraid to change things that need to be changed. And I think this is a good lesson for any adaptation where, especially even for like a really beloved book series, like mm-hmm. I know it's it's tempting to want to take of it, like take as much of it as possible and yeah. take as much of like everything as possible but a truly good adaptation doesn't just like take the book and hit copy paste like a really good adaptation will tweak a few things to make it translate better into like a visual medium for sure um like as you said before growing the characters backstories a little bit that's not obviously going to be in the book but this is something that you can add (laughs) or tweak to you know bring a fully rounded cast in yes um and like i was saying before where a lot of them they like to limit themselves to the main character point of view yeah single Um, pov so that's definitely something you can change and that's why it would probably fall flat if anything is because you're just seeing everything from this one character's perspective Yeah, like it's third all most films are third person omniscient omniscient yeah it's like you're watching a whatever documentary (laughs) like a documentary of their lives so like why not use that power to like your advantage Mm -hmm. which would be like to be able to explore things and even like you said changes is is even taking it further like things that wouldn't work or wouldn't translate well on screen i feel like so many book people don't get that like they're like oh like maybe they don't get it maybe they don't get it because a lot of the times when things are changed they don't do a good job of it that's (laughs) true i get get the animosity towards the change but yeah as you were saying but i'm like sometimes i'm like um do you hear yourself like Mm -hmm. do you you would you think people like who haven't read the book and who aren't fans or whatever would believe that x thing would happen like you know i think it needs to be done well or even i don't know we might have to cut this out because it's really specific but like i feel like that kind of works that's what happened with like nina and matthias in six Six of crows Crows. it's like in the book it's like okay maybe the pacing but in the show you're like huh like wasn't you laughing about like misogyny two seconds ago and then we do a bunch of other stories and then we come back and then he's like yeah i do like you i'm like do i believe that like i just think there's other ways to get the same tone across i think Mm -hmm. that's what people care about the most like if you if you change the tone or the core of the character that's when people get the most upset and i do think a lot of shows do and movies they do it badly but that's why like obviously i have faith in in rick i know that he'll change it and obviously the books were a long time ago like they were from the 2000s so he might be coming back to the story and thinking you know what i think maybe we could change this a little bit just to maybe add development to a different character and again i'm gonna use heartstopper as an example again but they tweaked a lot of things of the plot in the show versus the comics because they had to give more of the backstory of the side or not backstory but the point of views of the backs of the side characters mm-hmm. and obviously some scenes or some like events were added into it to yeah. further develop those characters and like add something to the character development because obviously you can't show too much of the side characters without showing them going right. through different things if that makes any sense you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i would say like again if rick is watching this if anyone from that show is watching this don't be afraid to change things if you really feel like it would translate better better because yeah. it, it will help overall like don't think that you have to go everything word for word just mm-hmm. because you want to please the fans especially yeah. after like a lackluster um, <laughs> movie adaptation yeah don't be afraid because again now you have more time you have more like scope it's, it's a show i feel like mm-hmm. also you you kind of have the luxury of being able to fix things as you go with exactly, the show yeah. rather than like a movie you know yeah. like you put the movie out there if people are mad about it it's just kind of like Oop, sucks but yeah. with the show you really can get fan feedback like you know pretty well and adjust as it goes especially like in further seasons exactly and stuff like that. yeah so i think like 
just go for it. Like, you, mm-hmm. they've already been making changes, like, literally in the casting, which, you know, is fine. But mm-hmm. some people are not happy about it. But it's going to be awesome. So it's like. I like the way they responded to it, though, where they yes. kind of were, you know, obviously there was a little bit of backlash. Ugh, stupid backlash, though, uh, for Annabeth's casting because yeah. uh, obviously she was, like, in, uh, in the books and stuff. She's, like, a blonde, blonde. white girl. And yeah. they casted uh, a black actress for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the way they're responding to the backlash. Yeah. Basically being, like. This is our show. We're gonna do whatever we want with yes. it. Yes. So, eh, like, and you know? he's like, and he's like, if you don't trust me, who I've said this is the right person to do this, then, then don't watch. Then don't watch. So I like the way they're going with clearly it. Clearly not a fan. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, that's what I'm saying. I trust Rick, and yeah. all I can do is just emphasize the fact that, and especially for the viewers, this is more also to the viewers too. If you're yeah. watching the show, don't just knock it because oh they changed this one little scene it was supposed to be this and now it's yeah. this. like look at the bigger picture mm-hmm. of how it fits into the show and how it helps all the characters be developed because again in the books it's percy it's very much percy yeah um so if they want to change a couple things here and there i will not mind it I'm if you do it. it well yes and i also i think the luxury of the books being so like old i don't know how to say yeah. that <laughs> like it's not like we just read this yesterday it's like you mm-hmm. know this has been a minute yeah and they honestly they already did their their other adaptation this is the second mm-hmm. attempt at an adaptation yeah so, so this like, is your you chance to make it make it big make, make it, it big make it fun and make it that show yeah sir. exactly exactly all right um, so those are our 10 points that we want to see in the percy jackson adaptation if you have anything you want to add if you have any thoughts make sure you leave them in the comments yeah um and what are you excited for for the yes, adaptation are excited you excited for? have you read the books are you yes gonna go reread them i'm probably gonna go I reread have it to. even <laughs> though i read it for the first time like two years yeah. ago i don't really remember it i don't remember it like yeah not <laughs> i'm just really excited to see the rest of the casting announcements because i know exactly. they're filming soon like they're starting yeah. filming like next we're in the next couple of weeks so they have all the casting i'm pretty sure they just haven't like announced That's it yet it, yeah um so i'm really excited to see who's gonna be in this show i'm definitely gonna be like on top of all the news for yes it. i have i've already been looking into the technology they're gonna be using Ooh. because you know, there's a lot of like uh with percy's like water powers that's mm. gonna be like oh one thing i feel like that's important to note that i, I forgot to mention during sure. is that brick isn't actually writing like the script at all no. he's not writing the screen but he's kind of there as like a very involved like consultant, consultant. Uh, and he said this himself where he's like i'm not writing the screenplay because i'm not that's not my i don't know yeah, how I'm to do that i'm not yeah. directing it or whatever but he's like he's gonna be there every step of the process to mm-hmm. help like make sure the essence is there and, and i think that's why that, I'm, like, i think that's why i'm, I'm well. excited because exactly because you have someone who's like experienced in writing things for tv and then you have the author who's going to be there every step of the way being like okay but this doesn't really fit the yeah. message or this doesn't really fit the vibe of the yeah what the book was trying to say so i think i think it's mm-hmm. gonna be good and like, i'm excited i feel like um we haven't seen as much we haven't seen disney do this necessarily but netflix has been doing it like for a while of like like heartstopper like you mentioned mm-hmm. to all the boys of love before um the entire shadow and bone series mm-hmm. like lee bardugo was very involved so yeah, like getting the author more involved is involved, always good i like, think heartstopper was like very like they really just gave her they said you write the script you do everything. oh they did okay yeah, she, she like she wrote the whole screenplay for it wow which uh it was like her first time doing it, everything i think it's because they worked with like a smaller production company okay, so they okay, gave her okay. like the free reign and obviously like this isn't going to be the case for everybody. Not everybody can write. Screen, Not but luckily, now. she's really good at writing yeah. screenplay, so it worked I'm out. I'm sure she had like. Um well, she's a help, writer. Right? T- what? She was? Did she have not have like anybody like to like a writer's room? I don't think so. Whoa! I'm pretty okay. sure she just wrote it all herself, like Dang. on her little computer, and obviously like she has to submit and stuff but it's like when you look at the credits literally just written just her her. okay okay um so that's what i'm saying that's like a lot and obviously it's not gonna work for everybody but (laughs) i think getting the author 
as involved as possible yeah. is so important and like if you're gonna make an adaptation and not have the author involved i don't even think you should do it especially if it's um, like well especially if you're gonna use the title and namesake because there are times where people like buy the rights by, and they just kind yeah. of don't but they don't call it the same name that's it's true, not the same true. so i'm like you know what that i'm like whatever i think it works especially if you're doing an adaptation of a series or like a book or yes. like any kind of written media that is so like has a really big fan exactly that is the most like if it's like a book that like nobody really read and like yeah, it's just like, like it's kind of just there and like your your filmmaker and like, you're like pitch perfect take is based off a book so yeah, it's like come on it's like it's fine but if you're taking something that already has a really big fan base yeah, yeah. get the author as involved as possible or else you're gonna lose you're yes. gonna lose your audience yeah so yeah. that's why i'm glad they're doing that with rick mm-hmm. and, um, and i think it'll be awesome i'm really excited and his wife is really involved too and she like oh yeah uh, his wife is like involved with everything yeah that, that, like, that i'm too. like like they're both co-producers and i think that'll be really good because it's like I don't know. Sometimes I guess the idea why they don't always get authors involved is sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. they can be quite pretentious, like about their yeah, material. And true, they're like, true. oh, they think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they don't take in just like how some fans don't take in like TV is different from yeah. film or whatever or from books. Um, but I think even having him have his wife really involved also shows that he's very open to like consulting with other people yeah, too definitely. so so yeah i'm really excited it. to watch the show hopefully we'll be able to come back and talk about it when it yes, actually comes out we don't have a date yet so cool we do know that as of now it's being it's gonna start filming soon like they're yes. all in vancouver right now like ready to start filming you know what i'm actually kind of sad that i don't live in vancouver because they're asking for like extras like you can apply to be an extra um so yeah like, oh my i gosh. wish i wish i lived there. it's expensive but, like, i wish i lived there. yeah like i'll be an extra can you come film in toronto yeah and it's like the only like you have to be canadian resident like you have to be canadian citizen or whatever to do it to do it so like you know what i mean (sighs) sad but it's fine it's fine okay um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this video yeah as usual make sure you subscribe like comment follow us on our social media pages which will be in the description of wherever you're watching or listening to this Mm -hmm. and um we'll catch you guys next time i guess all right Bye. bye